Hello, and welcome to this episode of Read, Watch, Write, and Listen. This is Karen narrating the recent article, When Fear Supplants Evidence, discussing The Wailing, a movie from 2016. If The Wailing was a meme, it would be, congratulations, you played yourself but that's probably too lighthearted for the film's tone and message. The Wailing is a 2016 parable set in Goksong, South Korea. Police Sergeant Jung-gu is called to investigate the brutal killing of a local family. During his investigations, his young daughter falls ill with a mysterious disease that has been plaguing their remote village. Local rumors convince Jung-gu that a mysterious Japanese man, who arrived shortly before the illness began, is responsible for his daughter's disease and derangement. Film Stats Directed by Na Hongjin Written by Na Hongjin Starring Kwak Do-won, Hwang Jung-min, Chun Wu-yi, and Jun Kunimura The runtime is about two and a half hours. Spoken languages are Korean and Japanese. You can watch this film on Amazon Prime Video, and I rate it a 4 out of 5. The Wailing hits on so many themes, I had to watch it twice to build a coherent thesis. At the most surface level, we have the fear of disease and family death. Hyojin's illness would be terrifying to any parent. She's lethargic, feverish, and delusional. Then, when she is energetic, she's temperamental and ravenous, even for food she dislikes. There is no clear cause, and all we know is that everyone who has shown these symptoms so far has gone crazy and killed their families. A father would do anything to cure his daughter of this mysterious disease. So when a rumor arises that the village's newest arrival a stranger from another country, no less, appeared at the same time as this mysterious illness, it's understandable that Jung-gu would latch onto the only theory available. How do we deal with mysterious illnesses today? Can we claim to follow the most logical paths? Goksung is a rural village. This story is not about the rich pursuing medical advancements in the world's top hospitals. It's about a town where superstition and desperation mix into well-meant, dangerous decisions. Shamanism, Buddhism, and Christianity are all at play in the Wailing. I don't have the religious or cultural education to explain the weight each of these faiths carries in rural Korean culture, but it is clear that the writer-director has a point of view on faith and its impact. We follow four religious figures in the Wailing. The first we meet is Yang Isam, a young deacon who spent some years in Japan. He is enlisted to translate between Jonggu and the Japanese man. His faith doesn't appear much until the end of the film, so we'll put a pin in Christianity for now. The second figure is the shaman Ilguang. He is called in to exorcise Hyojin. Her grandmother summoned him after hearing Hyojin sob that a man was knocking at her door in the night. Ilguang investigates the family's home, revealing a dead crow hidden in one of their soy sauce jars. 
Before this scene, we see crows eating the Japanese man's dog, whom Jong-gu killed after it attacked him. Il-gwang says the Japanese man is a ghost who has possessed Hyojin. He performs two rituals, which leave Hyojin screaming in pain, until her father stops the second rite mid-performance. After being psychically attacked by a mysterious woman at Jong-gu's home, the shaman flees Goksong, only to be driven back by a swarm of moths impacting his car's windshield. The moths vanish the moment Il-gwang returns from his car. As he returns to Goksong, Il-gwang calls Jong-gu, entreating him to stay with Hyojin at all times. While events with Il-gwang are unfolding, Jong-gu also meets a mysterious woman wearing white. As he sits watch near a local home, where a crazed mother killed her family, then hanged herself, the woman approaches him. She shows him the spot where the murders happened and claims the Japanese man is an evil spirit, there to kill villagers and drain their blood. During the film, the English subtitles use the slur Jap, suggesting there is a xenophobic bent to the woman's warning. In the end, we learned that this mysterious woman is also a ghost. Women dressed in white are a common appearance for ghosts, and one Korean term for such a spirit is Cheonyeogwisin, virgin ghost. The mysterious woman urges Jonggu not to heed Il-gwang's command to stay near his daughter. She tells Jonggu that the Japanese man is also a ghost, and the shaman is his accomplice. The evil ghost has possessed Hyojin as punishment for her father's sin. Jong-gu accused an innocent man and chased him to his death. Jong-gu takes this pronouncement as a sign that the woman is the evil spirit, not the old man. Hyojin was sick before Jong-gu killed the Japanese stranger. Jong-gu returns home, where he finds his wife and mother-in-law brutally murdered. Meanwhile, young Isam, the deacon, has returned to the Japanese man's property, where he follows a light to a hidden cave. There, he confronts the Japanese man, calling him the devil. As we hear Jong-gu's terrified cries, the mysterious woman sinks to the ground, and the Japanese man laughs, transforming into a demon. So, what's happening here? We have two ghosts and two humans, fighting to save or kill Jong-gu's family. The most basic version is this. The old Japanese man is a demon, and he is doing bad things, like bringing the dead back as zombies. But he would not have targeted Hyojin had Jonggu not attacked him. The shaman is human and serves the demon, somewhat unwillingly. He attempts to flee from the virgin ghost, but is forced to return, presumably by the demon. The woman in white is there to protect the village. Every time she appears, she is wearing something that belonged to one of the demon's victims. It's never clarified why she appears this way, but it is part of what makes Jonggu distrust her. Both she and the demon are tied to every tragedy. Young Isam does not deal directly with any spirit except the old man. He is timid throughout until the final moments when he confronts the demon directly. But the demon only mocks him quoting the scripture shown at the film's beginning. But they were startled and frightened and thought they saw a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. 
touch me and see. For a spirit does not have flesh and bones, as you see that I have. Even before the demon reveals his true face, we know that Jonggu is in some way responsible for his own suffering. Throughout the film, people have been falling ill with rashes, boils, hallucinations, and violent outbursts. Hyojin shows all the same symptoms. Near the movie's end, Jonggu's police colleague is arrested, having killed his family. Was he also possessed? No. He was a victim in a medical scandal. A mushroom-based health tonic caused the outbreak. He was both a perpetrator and a victim. A police officer in that scene even spells it out for us. You can be both victim and victimizer, and your crows will always come home to roost. Perhaps you noticed at the beginning of this post that I referred to the wailing as a parable. That term didn't occur to me until I sat down to write, but I believe it is apt. The wailing's moral is, do not believe what you have not seen with your own eyes. Like the scripture excerpt says, see my hands and feet, touch me and see. Jonggu is at first willing to go with the scientific answer. The first killer had tons of poisonous mushroom in his system. But he allows fear to overwhelm his logic. Was he correct that the Japanese man is evil? Yes, that fear and those town rumors were likely valid. But Jonggu also allowed the fear to tempt him away from pursuing an evidence-driven answer toward a fear-driven assault on the old man's person and property. And Jonggu did kill a dog with a pickaxe. The dog did attack him, but only because it was defending its territory. No one is all good here, except for Hyojin, the poor lamb chosen as the sacrifice for Jonggu's punishment. I wish I knew more religious symbolism, as there is probably plenty that I missed. If anything struck you about the religious themes, let me know in the comments. The wailing is more than any one theme or genre. It is a parable, it is a ghost story, it is a family tragedy, and it is a murder mystery. I would recommend The Wailing for anyone interested in that special combination. Thank you for listening. Give me a heart, share, comment, etc. And if you've made it this far, you must be a paid subscriber, for which I say thank you. I look forward to seeing you in the comments. By the time this has come out, you'll have received your weekly quick hits, and this coming Saturday will be a review of Richard Osman's murder mystery novel, The Thursday Murder Club. Thanks again for listening. I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Goodbye.